When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's show, we'll be discussing final capitulation and five reasons why the Bitcoin price can bottom at $10,000. And quoting Rich Dad Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad lesson, losers quit when they lose. Bitcoin losers are quitting, some committing suicide. Winners learn from their losses. I am waiting for Bitcoin to test $1,100. If it recovers, I will buy more. If it does not, I will wait for losers to capitulate quit and then buy more. Also in today's show, this just in, Moroccan Central Bank to introduce Bitcoin and crypto regulation bill, as well as more breaking news, $12.8 trillion in gold deposits discovered in Uganda, doubling the supply of all gold mines since the beginning of mankind. Gold is not scarce. Bitcoin is. Also more breaking news, Sam Bankman-Fried's FTX is looking to buy Robinhood, according to Bloomberg, as well as SEC Chairman Gary Gensler said Bitcoin is the only cryptocurrency that is a commodity. Also in today's show, I'll be sharing three charts showing that this Bitcoin price drop is unlike summer 2021, as well as Bitcoin mining revenue mirroring 2021 lows right before Bitcoin breached $69,000. That's right, Bitcoin revisiting the $20,000 range after one and a half years made mining the most important job of the ecosystem a costly affair. However, if history were to repeat itself, Bitcoin investors may witness another epic bull run that previously helped Bitcoin reach an all-time high of $69,000. And speaking about a new all-time high, Bitcoin can reach $72,000 this week, according to the stock-to-flow model, but something went wrong. That's right, the notorious stock-to-flow model that was perfectly predicted the direction of Bitcoin's movement until the massive correction we saw in May and June suggests that the first cryptocurrency will reach 72000 this week, but it is unlikely to happen. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market, all this, plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. All right, welcome back to another episode of Crypto News Alerts. I'm your host, JV. How's it going, crypto fam? Make some noise in the live chat. Now, bear markets have historically been challenging to navigate for traders, and the conventional set of reliable indicators that determine good entry points are unable to predict how long a crypto winter might last. The Bitcoin's recent recovery back above the psychologically important price level of $20,000 was assigned to many traders that the bottom was in, but a deeper dive into the data suggests that the short-term relief rally might not be enough proof of a macro level trend change. That's right. Evidence pointing to the need for caution was provided in a recent report by cryptocurrency research firm Delphi Digital, which suggested that we need to see a little more pain before we have conviction that a market bottom is in. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Delphi Digital. Now, despite the pain that has already been felt since Bitcoin's price topped in November at 69000 a comparison between its pullback since then and the 2017 market top points to the possibility of further decline in the short term. During the previous bear markets, the price of Bitcoin fell by roughly 85% from its top to the eventual bottom. And according to Delphi Digital, if history were to repeat itself in the current environment, it would translate into a low just above $10,000 and another 50% drawdown 
for the current levels, and the outlook for Ethereum is even more dire as the previous bear market saw its price decline by 95% from peak to trough. Should that same scenario play out this time around, the price of Ethereum could drop as low as $300. Could you imagine that? Quoting Delphi Digital here, the risk of reliving a similar crash is higher than most people are probably discounting, especially if Bitcoin fails to hold support in the fourteen dollars to $16,000 range. Now, for traders looking where the bottom is in the current market, data shows that the previous major market bottom coincided with extreme oversold conditions. That's right, as shown in the weekly chart here, Bitcoin's 14-week RSI, Relative Strength Index, recently fell below 30 for the third time in its history, with the two previous occurrences coming near a market bottom. And while some may take that as a sign that now is a good time to re-enter the market, Delphi Digital offered a word of caution for those expecting a V-shaped recovery, noting that in the prior two instances, Bitcoin traded in a choppy sideways range for several months before finally staging a strong recovery. Now, a view at the 200-week simple moving average also raises question on whether historical support levels will hold again. Now, Bitcoin recently broke its 200-week simple moving average for the first time since March of 2020. Now, historically speaking, Speaking, Bitcoin price has only traded below this level for a few weeks during the previous bear markets, which points to the possibility that the bottom can soon be found. That's right. This could be the final capitulation phase. What the market is really looking for right now is the final capitulation that has historically marked the ends of a bear market and the start of the next cycle. While the sentiment in the market is now at its lowest point since the COVID crash of March of 2020, it hasn't reached the depths of despair that we have seen in 2018. As Delphi Digital shares here, we may need to see a bit more pain before sentiment really bottoms out. Now, the weakness in the crypto market has been apparent since the end of 2021, but the real driving force behind the market crumbling includes runaway inflation and rising interest rates. Rising interest rates tends to be followed by market corrections, and given that the Federal Reserve intends to stay the course of hiking rates, Bitcoin and other risk-off assets are likely to correct further. Now, one final metric that suggests that a final capitulation event needs to occur is the percentage of Bitcoin supply and profit, which hit a low of 40% during the previous bear markets. What you can see in this chart, it shows you the Bitcoin price versus percentage of supply and profit. Now, this metric is currently at 54.9%, and according to data from Glassnode, which adds credence to the perspective that the market could still experience another leg down before the real bottom is in. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding a bottom as low as $10,000? Let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below. And speaking about a bottom, Rich Dad Robert Kiyosaki recently tweeted, Rich Dad Lesson, Losers Quit. When they lose, Bitcoin losers are quitting, some committing suicide. Winners learn from their losses. I am waiting for Bitcoin to test $1,100. If it recovers, I will buy more. If it does not, I will wait for losers to capitulate quit and then buy more. And crypto Twitter has been all over this. Calio responded, you love Bitcoin when it was breaking back above $60,000 though. And he also points out here, thought you were loading up here, referring to this tweet from Kiyosaki on May 12th, Bitcoin crashing, great news as stated in previous tweets. I'm waiting for Bitcoin to crash to $20,000. We'll then wait for a test of bottom, which might be 17,000. Once I know the bottom is in, I back up the truck. Crashes are the best time to get rich take care. This person responded, don't take investment advice from Robert Kiyosaki. An on-chain analyst Dylan LeClaire responded, waiting for negative 98.5% to see capitulation. Okay. And here's another tweet from June 13th from Rich Dad. Best investment, cans of tuna fish. Inflation about to take off. Best investments are cans of tuna and baked beans. You can't eat gold, silver, or Bitcoin. You can eat cans of tuna and baked beans. Food most important, starvation next problem. Invest in the solution 
Take care. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding Bitcoin testing $1,100 as Rich Dad is calling for? Let me know in the comments below. Breaking news, Moroccan Central Bank to introduce Bitcoin and crypto regulation bill. Let's go. Now check this out. $12.8 trillion in gold deposits have been discovered in Uganda, doubling the supply of all gold mined since the beginning of mankind. A reminder that gold is not scarce and Bitcoin is. That's right. Bitcoin has true scarcity, unlike gold, because they keep finding more and more gold. We can't say the same about Bitcoin because there's a limited supply of 21 million backed by mathematics. That's right. As you can see here, Uganda strikes $12 trillion worth of gold. Like, whoa. And more breaking news. Sam Bankman-Fried's FTX is looking to buy Robinhood. According to Bloomberg, that's right. They now got their hands officially in everything, and many are predicting them to become the Amazon of crypto. Now, this is a pretty big deal. Yesterday, SEC Chairman Gary Gensler said Bitcoin is the only cryptocurrency that is a commodity. And when asked what are other examples of commodities and cryptocurrency, Bitcoin was the only crypto he was willing to name. Now check this out. Over 11,465 letters have been submitted to the SEC in support of Grayscale's Bitcoin ETF. Hopefully we can finally get a spot Bitcoin ETF approved in the United States. And before I break down next way of the day, and I share three charts showing this Bitcoin price drop is unlike summer 2021. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market. As you can see, Bitcoin down about 1% for the day, trading just above $21,000. We have Ether up 0.6%, maintaining just above $1,200. We have Binance Coin in the green up a half a percent, trading just under $240. While Solana, Polkadot, XRP, and Cardano all correcting and in the red. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. Bitcoin bear markets come in many shapes and sizes, but this one has given many reason to panic. Bitcoin has been described as facing a bear of historic proportions in 2022, but just one year ago, a similar feeling of doom swept crypto markets as Bitcoin saw a 50% drawdown in weeks and beyond price. However, 2022 on-chain data looks widely different. Cointelegraph takes a look at three key metrics demonstrating how the Bitcoin bear market is not likely to last. Let's start with the hash rate. Everyone remembers the Bitcoin miner exodus from China, which effectively banned the practice in one of its most prolific areas. While the extent of the ban has since come under suspicion, the move at the time saw a huge number of network participants relocate mostly to the United States in just a matter of weeks. And as a result, Bitcoin's network hash rate, which is the computing power dedicated to mining, roughly halved. And at the time, this was unprecedented, while miners felt that they had no choice but to at least temporarily seize operations. But this time around, it is not the red tape, but simple math threatening miners. The Bitcoin price dipped to 19-month lows, but has been mounting pressure on the profitability of mining operations. And as Cointelegraph reported, a mass capitulation event may not necessarily occur, even at the current levels, amid suggestions that miners who needed to sell Bitcoin inventory have already done so. Now, hash rate supports this thesis that dipped by a maximum of around 20% from the all-time highs before rebounding, according to estimates from Data Resource, Mining Pool Stats, which you can see here. Next up, let's discuss the active addresses. The July 2021 drawdown was accompanied by a slowdown in Bitcoin network activity. Active addresses, as measured by on-chain analytics platform CryptoQuant, saw a noticeable drop throughout June of last year before rebounding in line with price in quarter three. And this time, no such dip has taken place, indicating that the market is more occupied in moving their Bitcoin. This has a number of implications. Hodlers may have become sellers due to low prices. Traders may be seeking a profit from volatility, and others may be looking to 
buy the dip. It's also worth noting that the overall on-chain volume remains low, and that means that buy-side support is likely insufficient to end the downward price trend, analysts argue. Now let's discuss the exchange reserves. Finally, despite the broadly lower volumes mentioned above, Bitcoin exchanges are losing coins around $20,000 and fast. Normally, price collapses trigger inflows to exchanges as panicking traders prepare to sell or short. This time, it would appear really is different in that respect as exchange users are removing coins from accounts, not loading up. 21 major exchanges tracked by CryptoQuant currently have a balance of 2.419 million BTC, down from 2.544 million at the start of quarter two. Now, exchange reserves last year conversely rose throughout the quarter two downtrend, which you can see here in this chart, only resuming their own drop as Bitcoin slash USD recovered. And before I break down next way of the day, Bitcoin mining revenue mirrors 2021 lows right before Bitcoin breached $69,000, as well as Bitcoin can reach $72,000 this week, according to the stock to flow model. But something went wrong. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market cap sitting just above $944 billion with about $60 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. The current Bitcoin dominance is 42.4% with the Ether dominance at 15 0.7%. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers in the past 24 hours, we have ApeCoin leading the pack up 11.8%, trading at $5.43, followed by 1inch up 10%, trading just under 80 cents, followed by BitTorrent up 7.8%, trading at virtually nothing. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers for the past week, you can see a C of green. We have Luna Classic up 51.6%. We have Matic up 26.5%. And the Sandbox up 24%. And checking out one of my favorite indicators is the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. Shows we are currently rated a 10 out of 100 in Extreme Fear. Yesterday was a 12. Last week a 9. And last month a 14 in Extreme Fear. And if you're not familiar with the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, Extreme fear can be a sign. Investors are too worried. That could be a great buying opportunity, aka BTFD, buy that freaking dip. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. Bitcoin visiting the $20,000 range after one and a half years made mining the most important job of the crypto ecosystem a costly affair. However, if history were to repeat itself, Bitcoin investors may witness yet another epic bull run that previously helped the Bitcoin price reach an all-time high of $69,000. Now, changes in Bitcoin prices directly impacts the miner's income, who earns fixed block rewards and transaction fees in Bitcoin for running their mining operations in June. June of 2022, the total mining revenue dipped below the $20 million range with blockchain.com data recording the lowest dip of $14.4 million on June 17th. Now, as shown here in this chart, the recent dip in Bitcoin mining revenue was last seen one year back when the total value tanked to $13.065 million on June 27, 2021, back when Bitcoin traded at roughly $34,000. And what followed after that was Bitcoin's five-month-long epic bull run, which was supported by pro-crypto initiatives such as El Salvador's Bitcoin acceptance and crypto-friendly regulations across the globe. Now, despite mixed sentiments about the recovery of the crypto ecosystem, small-time investors are found to have increased their investment efforts amid the bear market as they fulfill their long-term dream of owning one full 
Bitcoin, global recession, geopolitical tensions, falling crypto economies like Terra and the ongoing COVID pandemic currently hold the Bitcoin ecosystem from unleashing its true potential. Now, a report shared by crypto-focused financial services firm Arcane Crypto revealed that potential of several public Bitcoin miners to survive the ongoing bear market. The key to survival for Bitcoin miners boils down to the delicate balance between the revenue and operating cash flow. That's right. Based on the report, Argo, Clean Spark, Stronghold, and Marathon, Riot are all best positioned miners to sustain the crypto winter. The Bitcoin mining hardware and hosting company, Compass Mining, lost one of its main base hosting facilities after failing to pay the electric bills. Quoting them here, effective June 14th, Compass Mining Facility hosting agreement in Maine was terminated for failure to pay power consumption charges, six late payments, and three non-payments. Dynamics Mining, the owner of the mine hosting facility, alleged that Compass Mining had six late payments and three non-payments related to utility bills and hosting fees, stating all you had to do was pay $250,000 for three months of power consumption. So there you have it. And now before I break down our final story of the day, Bitcoin can reach $72,000 this week, according to the stock to flow model, but something went wrong. But first, I want to remind you to smash that show more button right below this video in the description for a detailed analysis what's going on in the crypto market. This goes for all 1,200 plus videos right here on my YouTube channel. Also, some very helpful resources for you to plug into, including my crypto merch store, live at merch.cryptonewsalerts.net. Also, be sure to smash that subscribe button and ring that bell to turn on all notifications to receive daily premium crypto news alerts every single day, just like this, and help support us with the YouTube algorithm. And of course, you can follow me on all the major podcasts and platforms from Spotify, home of the Joe Rogan experience, to Apple's iTunes and Google Play. We're currently receiving over a half a million downloads per month, and my goal is to scale it to a million downloads per month. And I know with your help, we can do it. And of course, you can follow me on crypto Twitter, Facebook, Telegram, and TikTok. So wherever you at, be sure to plug in and follow me there. But all right, now let's break down our final story of the day, the notorious stock to flow model that was perfectly predicting the direction of Bitcoin's movement until the massive correction we saw in May and June suggests that the first cryptocurrency will reach $72,000 this week. Send it, but it is unlikely to happen, unfortunately. Now let's discuss the main problem with the stock to flow model. Previously, a Fidelity analyst talking about Jurian Timmer explained why stock to flow is no longer accurate. While it will not be in the future, stock to flow's main source of prediction is the scarcity of the asset, which cannot drive the price alone, especially in modern markets. Now with Bitcoin, we should also add adoption to scarcity to see better results. But unfortunately, it is almost impossible to accurately calculate this technology's adoption rate in the future, even if we compare it to similar technologies like mobile devices or the internet. Now, the current deviation from the price model is one of the biggest that the markets have seen in the history of its existence, suggesting that the stock to flow can no longer be used for determining future price levels of the king crypto. Now, the reason why stock to flow's price forecast is unlikely to happen is the inability of retail traders alone to push the price of the digital gold as high as the model suggests. As previously mentioned, Institutional investors have sold around $500 million where the Bitcoin holdings following the crash of the crypto market. And while it's not yet clear when institutional investors will return to the crypto market, especially after the fiasco on Ethereum's lending and borrowing market that caused a massive cascade of liquidations and margin calls, 
Companies like Three Arrows Capital, Celsius, and many foundations had to stop their operations following Ethereum's plunge below $900. And checking out the latest updates from Plan B, creator of the Bitcoin stock-to-flow model, when money is politicized and weaponized like fiat USD and the euro, it loses its monetary function. It becomes harder to use politicized and weaponized money for trade, business, and investment because it is tracked, seized, and debased. Start using Bitcoin for trade, business, and investment. And Gaber Gerbax responded, now is the time for non-sovereign issued, a political, unweaponized, and censorship resistance money. There has never been a better time for Bitcoin. And Plan B responded, exactly. Yesterday was the best time to start with Bitcoin, but today is the second best time. How I started, not all in, with $100, then reading the white paper and Bitcoin standard, then $1,000, and slowly, more over time, when knowledge and confidence grows, think big, start small. And on June 26, he updated us here. This is getting interesting. If Bitcoin does not close June above the 200-week moving average at $22,000, that would be the first monthly close below the 200-week moving average ever. And now we just have two days to go. Fingers crossed. Do you feel we are likely to close above or below that 200-week moving average at 22K? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. Also like to point out that the stock-to-flow model is predicting a $500,000 Bitcoin price post-2024 having Now for the top three comments from yesterday's episode, Jeff wrote, Hey JV, I've been watching your show every lunch break for probably a year now. Thank you for the continued updates and positivity. I've been dollar cost averaging again since 30000 but my guess is we haven't capitulated until Celsius defaults. You're awesome, Jeff. Greatly appreciate your daily support, fam. Congrats on dollar cost averaging and stacking sats. Hoddle. Our next featured comment comes from Ellen. Hey, JV and fam. Love today's show. Let's keep the good news and crypto coming. Gotta say I am concerned with FTX. Are they the only ones who can help Celsius and other refund? Sam Bankman-Fried's FTX is going to be massive when this is all over. Gotta hodl even more, everyone. Thanks, JV. Thanks for your continued support, Ellen. I greatly appreciate you. You got it. Hoddle gang. And our third and final featured comment comes from Space Oddity. Michael Saylor is really worth $1.6 billion. That's the amount of money that has been lent to him and his company to buy Bitcoin by other people. Right on, fam. Thanks for sharing. Saylor is the man with the master plan. Stack stats and hodl. And to be featured on tomorrow's episode, drop me a comment right down below.